another edition of Leadership on the Go. This is Erica Walker-Thomas broadcasting from the United States, and I am so happy to have with us today Mr. David Weinling. He is the founder of the Farther Foundation. Welcome, David. Thank you, Erica. It's nice to be with you here today uh, to talk about Farther Foundation, and we appreciate the work you're doing with Leadership on the Go. Wonderful. So David, just uh, start by telling us about the Farther Foundation and why you think it's important for all of us. Well, Farther Foundation is a charitable scholarship organization that assists students from uh, low-income families uh, here in and around the Chicago area to be able to participate in educational travel programs that enrich their education experience, enrich their lives, gives them a broader perspective on the world and really helps them get a start on making that next big step in their education and their lives, uh, leading them to, as we say, go farther. Okay. I love that. I really love that. So what inspired you to create the Farther Foundation? Well, prior to uh, founding the Farther Foundation some four years ago, I had been working uh, at a local community foundation where among my responsibilities was administering all the grant and scholarship programs. Uh, we offered many scholarship programs through the community foundation. Many of them were college scholarship programs, but some were uh, enrichment programs where high school students were able to take advantage of various enrichment activities, whether that was in the arts, uh, additional education, or uh, travel experiences. And through my experience there, I, I noted that the travel experiences really seemed to have an impact on the students to make them think about more in their lives, to give them unique opportunities that they couldn't have any other way, and, and to really set them off uh, thinking on a good path. And it was uh, my hope that by doing Farther Foundation independently, we could try to put more into that type of experience and, and uh, track the results a little bit better and, and really work with the students to, uh, uh, to take them to that next step. Okay. Well, first of all, David, I, I applaud you for doing what you can do. You know, there's so many things that we see that couldn't be done, but we don't do them. So I really applaud you for taking the step to, to make a difference. Um, what is um, the impact that it's had on some of the students who've been through the program so far? Well, as I mentioned, we're four years in. We've uh, had students travel uh, around the country and across the world uh, for the last three summers. Uh, we're dealing with high school students, and so we're, we're tracking what they do. And, and first of all, they've had marvelous, wonderful experiences uh, all over the world. Uh, they've been in every continent except Antarctica at this point, uh, traveling to uh, Mexico, Costa Rica, Argentina, Peru, uh, on Africa, they've been to Ghana and Uganda, in Asia, they've been to uh, Thailand and China, uh, they've been to Israel, uh, and on Europe, Spain, France, Turkey, uh, so they're great experiences, and what we see are these students are coming back excited and engaged in their education. Uh, they're graduating high school, all of them are graduating high school, they're enrolling in college, all of our students are enrolling in college when their time comes. And this is contrasting to uh, the general population here in Chicago, uh, in Chicago public high schools, the graduation rate is just slightly over 50%. Uh, wow. With our Farther Foundation students, we have uh, 24 students who are of the age to graduate high school. Uh, 23 of them graduated on time. The 24th has just a couple more classes, and he will finish in a matter of weeks. And so we will have all of our students will have graduated high school. Of all those who have graduated, all of them have enrolled into college. 
Uh, almost all of those are in four-year colleges. A couple are going to community colleges. Uh, uh, and those going to four-year colleges, you know, several are going to you know, prestigious institutions. They're going to Williams, to uh, University of Chicago, to Vassar, and, and a number of great schools. Okay. That is really outstanding. The more I hear, the more excited that I get. And, and what a huge accomplishment that 100% of the students that go through your program graduate and that they go on to college. That's huge. There are so few programs that can boast those types of statistics and, more importantly, the impact that that must be having on their lives. Wow. Congratulations on that. So I... I I heard that um, your students have literally been all over the world. How do you connect with other programs or other people to um, get them these wonderful experiences? Well, it's a combination of factors. Uh, certainly some of the students have heard about programs that uh, are offered at local universities or uh, around the world. Uh, programs that many people have heard of, like AFS, American Field Service, that's been in business for some 75 years, taking students around the world. And, and there's many like that, and programs that will take you uh, to do service work, uh, volunteer work abroad, some that will help you learn a language, or uh, just immerse yourself in the culture of living with a local family uh, in some other country. And so we do outreach to these programs, try to learn more about them, uh, discover which ones offer the, the best value and the best experience. Uh, and so sometimes we bring the ideas to the students. Sometimes the students and their, uh, and their uh, friends and advisors at schools and tutoring and mentoring programs are involved with. Sometimes they bring it to us. Uh, we try to uh, reach out to these programs uh, and say, hey, you know, there's a whole population of students that would really benefit from what you're offering. Uh, there are these students from low-income families in the inner city. We have a, a lot to offer. Uh, certainly they have a lot to learn, but they also bring a lot to the program. They have a, a mix of students in the program from different uh, backgrounds, different income levels, ethnicities, and races. There's a benefit to all the students on the program. So yeah, sometimes we are bringing the ideas to the students, sometimes they're bringing it to us. Uh, we try to catalog these and on our website at fartherfoundation.org. We do keep a directory of some 150 program providers that offer enrichment travel programs, uh, both here in the United States and abroad. Okay. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm really happy to hear that it's such an inclusive program in terms of the people who participate as well as the types of programs that they can participate in. Um, have you seen any shift in the types of students that are participating, or has it been fairly consistent over the four years? It has been somewhat consistent. As I say, we specifically uh, do our outreach uh, in and around Chicago to low-income families. Now, in Chicago, those low-income families are predominantly clustered in African-American and Latino communities. Uh, and so mm -hmm. I'd say uh, of our applicants, the applications we receive for scholarships and those that are approved, about 60% uh, or so have been from uh, Latino students, 30% uh, have been from African American students, and 10% from other populations, uh, among those white, uh, recent immigrant population, Asian, uh, and so okay. forth. And that's held pretty steady. Uh, we do see uh, many more girls than boys applying for these programs. I don't know if that means the girls are more adventurous in general, uh, more mature at that age, uh, 
boys may be involved in different activities. Uh, I'm not sure what the case is. Uh, every once in a while, we, we try to reach out and get a few more boys into the mix <laughs> because we have to reach a little further. But uh, all of our students are doing a great job, and we appreciate them being here. Uh, the shift, I think we've seen many more students have a greater knowledge of, what, uh, of what's available. They're hearing about it from their schools or from their friends. And as we go year by year, uh, and some of the organizations we partner with go year after year, uh, we're developing a network to advise those younger students uh, uh, what's available to them and what the possibilities are. Okay, great. Now, I, I know this is sort of a strange question, but you know, when you think about Americans um, and uh, traveling and, and, and being uh, connected with other cultures, um, do you feel like Americans have a, a challenge with connecting with other cultures or, or you know, sort of getting outside of, of their comfort zone, just in your observation? Yes, I think really we do. Even though America is a nation of immigrants, uh, you would think we'd have you know, a, a great empathy or understanding for people of different cultures. But since we're a big country and we're uh, almost alone in this part of the world, uh, we don't have close borders like uh, uh, in Africa, in Europe, in Asia, where there are many different cultures and languages and traditions kind of packed tightly together. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't naturally come across as many different cultures without working to do it. Uh, and even though we are, we do have many, many immigrant cultures here that, that you can go out and find, uh, you know, their restaurants, their museums, their traditions. You really do have to go out and find it. There is still a lot of pocketing uh, yeah. where this group is over here and this group is over there, especially in some big cities like, like Chicago where, where neighborhoods develop. Uh, it's great to go out in the streets and find those neighborhoods, but they don't necessarily come to your door. Yeah, uh, and that's why we encourage the students to say yes. Uh, you have to get out there. You have to find it yourself. You have to experience it yourself, and, and you have no idea, you know, what you will learn from it and how you appreciate it uh, when you actually go out and find it. Makes sense. I love that. I love that, and I love that it's starting early. Um, David, one of the main goals for Leadership on the Go is to provide cross-cultural business acumen so that we can operate better in this global economy. But the other main goal is to really make this a better place for all of us to live and work. So is there one thing you think we can all do to just help contribute and, and make us better global citizens? I think, yes, certainly what we need to do is, is to listen and to mm -hmm. learn. Uh, to have that experience, to travel somewhere else and actually see another culture uh, just opens up the students' eyes. And as you mentioned, it's great when you start early. And we are trying to start these students early in high school. Mm -hmm. uh, there have not been a, a lot of studies to really look at the effects of what, uh, of what studying abroad means for students. Uh, there have been some on the college level, relatively few on the high school level. Mm -hmm. But what, if, what they have shown so far is that the experience of, of going abroad, of traveling abroad and studying there, it, it opens the minds. It, it sticks with these students. They are more tolerant. Uh, they have fewer prejudices. They're more comfortable with uh, cultures outside their own. Okay. Uh, and this only leads to, to uh, enhancing their ability to, to go out into the, the business world, both here at home and all those opportunities that are going to exist abroad. Those opportunities are only going to expand. And you have to have a comfort level uh, and acceptance uh, and, uh, and the ability to relate to others if you're going to uh, make an impact in the world 
for yourself and, and for those around you. Yeah, valuable message, David. Thank you. Well, listen, we're going to wrap up. How can we support you? I love what the Farther Foundation is doing, and I want everyone who sees this to do what they can do to support you and, and the young people that, that you're supporting. So what can we do to, to help, to contribute? Well, certainly contributing. <laughs> the Farther Foundation uh, really relies financial support of uh, businesses, of individuals, of uh, foundations, uh, who all uh, donate, make charitable, tax-deductible donations to us in order to provide more opportunities for students to have life-changing opportunities. Uh, we have a lot of information on our website, which is at www.fartherfoundation.org. Uh, you can read about students who have traveled with us. You can see some statistics about uh, their performance. Uh, you can donate online. Uh, you could, uh, we have a nice interactive map with, with a lot of photos and, and stories and quotes from our students who have been around the world uh, to learn a little about where these students have come from, uh, where they've been, and, uh, and the hopes for where, for where they're going. All right. Well, David, thank you so much. You have our support for sure. And I just want to remind our listen listeners again, www.fartherfoundation.org, and uh, we will Hope to hear about wonderful things from your organization again. And by the way, I am interviewing one of your students uh, later today. So we'll be able to hear from her firsthand uh, what her experience has been. Well, that's great. We're, we're so pleased to work with you, Erica. And uh, we hope that some of our students, like uh, Angelica, who you're interviewing later, will be some of those future leaders, those leaders on the go who uh, are having an impact in the world, who uh, know the importance of, uh, of understanding cultures and their, the place uh, they have and the potential they have in the world. Thank you very Thank much Thank you. For your time. It has been a pleasure. This is another edition of Leadership on the Go. Thank you.